Hello and welcome to The Unconscious at Work. This is a podcast for people who are interested in understanding the unconscious psychological forces that influence our lives, both at work and at home. I'm Dr. Mike Drayton and I'm an organisational consultant, executive coach and clinical psychologist and I'll be taking a deep dive beneath the surface of your everyday life. This episode is about why intelligent people make bad decisions. It's 1912 and the Titanic is sailing full steam ahead, despite a series of warnings from other ships of drifting ice in the area. The Titanic was known as the unsinkable ship, and so the ship's crew ignored warnings of the icebergs in their path. Have you ever wondered why otherwise intelligent, sensible and generally normal individuals can make really stupid decisions? One of the most profoundly depressing findings in modern psychology is that people tend not to think too carefully about the decisions that they make. When people make decisions, they tend to make quick decisions, often based on emotional factors, and then actively look for the facts that back up their decision and actively ignore any facts that contradict it. In other words, they make a decision based on what they want to do and then construct a post-hoc rationalisation of why the decision is the right one. This is one of many thinking biases, or cognitive biases, common to all of us. This particular cognitive bias is called the confirmation bias, and psychologists have known about it since the 1960s. So, why do I say profoundly depressing? Well, research by Brendan Nyan, a political scientist from the US, set out to answer the question, do facts matter when people decide who to vote for? Well, the answer is no. Not only are facts irrelevant to people's voting decisions, but when they are given wrong information, giving them the correct information later only makes them cling even more tenaciously onto their beliefs. In Nine's research, Republican voters in America, who strongly disagreed with Obama's economic policy, were shown a graph that clearly showed that employment had increased over the previous year. The graph clearly showed a rising line. They were then asked whether unemployment had increased or decreased. Many, looking straight at the graph, said that employment had decreased. In another experiment, people were first asked to interpret a table of numbers about whether skin cream reduced rashes. Some others were asked to interpret a different table containing exactly the same numbers, but about whether a law banning citizens from carrying concealed handguns reduced crime. When the participants did the maths in the skin cream table, they got everything right. However, when they were asked to do the maths in the gun control table, and when numbers conflicted with the person's attitude to gun control, they managed to get the sums wrong in favour of their own belief. Why is this important to you? Well, just imagine that you're attempting to persuade somebody to change their behaviour. Let's say give up smoking. The more facts you present to them to prove that smoking is bad for their health or their finances, the more tenaciously they are likely to justify why smoking really isn't such a bad thing. Maybe their grandmother smoked 20 fangs a day and lived to the ripe old age of 85. Instead, ask them about their feelings about giving up smoking. Rather than bombard them with facts about why they should give up, instead try and explore why they don't want to stop and talk to them about how they can remove these obstacles. This advice doesn't just apply to smoking, but to changing any undesirable behaviour. The captain of the Titanic, Edward Smith, 
said he couldn't imagine any condition which would cause the ship to flounder. Modern shipbuilding has gone beyond that. What could you have said to Captain Smith to persuade him to change course and avoid the disaster? Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, join me for the next episode. Thank you.